Hey guys, it's Graham. What's cracking? Interesting question popped up over the weekend. I was recording some episodes with a friend of mine for his show. I don't know when they're going to go live. I don't think he's actually launched the whole show. He's building up a list of episodes so that uh, we know when it launches, he's got weeks worth of content. So I'll, I'll give more details on that one once I have them. But it was really good pop culture centric discussion. A few points of it I've covered here on the podcast. We mainly were talking about Book of Boba Fett again, but uh, you know he addressed a few points that I haven't talked about in prior episodes. But as we were chatting and talking about what we read in a in a given year, I got to thinking about kind of a debate that I've had with people in the past. And realized I'd never offered up my two cents on it, whether it was on the website or whatever, just kind of in, in comments here or there. The question is, do audiobooks count as regular books? If you've listened to an audiobook, do you get to say that you've read it? My take is, generally, yes, there are a few exceptions or at least asterisks on there. Um... There is a big difference between reading something in print and listening to it on audio, namely that most of the time if you're listening to an audiobook, you're multitasking. Maybe you're playing a video game that doesn't require any audio feedback. For me, it's almost always I'm driving or I'm working. Um, you know, I'm able to take that time where I would otherwise not really have my brain completely engaged in what I'm doing. And so I could listen to something else and get a lot of my reading done that way. It's how I learn things. It's how I enhance my knowledge. It's also how I get a lot of my entertaining, uh, entertainment processed. Um, there are some drawbacks to this, though. While concepts can be embedded in my mind after listening to them on audio, I find that reading in print has a better improvement influence on my writing um, because I write visually. So if I read visually, you know, if I'm, if I'm pulling words off the page with my eyes when I'm reading and I'm putting words on the page with my eyes and my fingers when I'm writing, those two things go together very, very well. I would more compare audiobook reading to the daydreaming that goes on in my brain. I'm hearing words, I'm pondering concepts, and, and that's where they have a greater similarity. In any given year, the titles that I read, maybe a quarter to a third of them, will be in print. The lion's share of what I read year after year, and this has been going on for over a decade, will be via the audio format. Another big difference is the amount of effort taken to listen to an audiobook versus to read something in print. If I am not as engaged with a book when it's in print, it's a lot easier to put it down. Whereas if I'm not super engaged with it in audio, I just keep doing whatever else I'm doing until enough things happen that my, my ears perk up. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I've got the general gist of what led to this more interesting part and I can go from here. If somebody was to tell me that they read a hundred print books in a year, I would be far more impressed by that than the 75 audiobooks that I read in a year, coupled with another you know, 25 in print. It means that they made a greater temporal commitment 
to reading those books and their experience with it might be a little bit more substantive as a result. I am a, a volume reader and that's, that's quantity versus quality at times. There is an argument to be made for that. Now, in defense of the audio format, the reason why I still consider it reading is there are two different methods of putting information in your brain. Whether you are reading it aloud to yourself or pulling the words off the page with your eyes, as I've said, and putting those words and those concepts and that information into your brain versus somebody else is reading it to you and you're absorbing it, at the end of the day, the story still gets into your head. But it is also a lot easier to kind of skim and let an audiobook play in the background, whereas, you know, if you were starting to skim when you were reading in print or you get distracted or something, you lose the thread of it a lot easier. So you don't, you don't put as much work into reading an audiobook, and that's what makes reading a physical book probably a, a, a lot more of an accomplishment. When I read Louis L'Amour's autobiography for the first time in 2007, I was impressed by the number of books that he read in a given year, usually 110, 120, something like that. Granted, that included a lot of dime novels, but he wasn't listening to anything on audio. All of Louis L'Amour's reading was done in print, even if they were shorter books. So it's hard to compare his 100 books a year versus my 100 books a year because what I read was longer, but I was able to multitask. That's, that simply changes the experience of reading a book. Um, I think me being largely an audiobook reader makes me a different kind of reader versus somebody who takes the time to sit down and do nothing else but read physical print media. How different? Um, that I don't know. That I can't really quantify. Um, I wouldn't say that it makes one of us better than the other. It just means that we've absorbed these tomes differently. I think, though, the one big difference is that if I met somebody who read the big, long classics that I've read, if they read them in print versus I read them in audio, I would have a lot more respect for the effort that they put into reading those big, long classics. I'm thinking of the 35 hours of Quixote that I just finished. Or you know, the 50-something hours of Les Miserables that I listened to in 2013, or the 60 hours of Atlas Shrugged that I listened to in 2013, you know, where I was able to bump up the playback speed and digest them four hours a day until I got them done and then listen to my sports podcast or something in the afternoon. Um, I definitely took a lot of the effort out of that process. And... It, was, it just made it a different experience. I would still say, obviously, that I've read those books and I can discuss the characters and the themes and the information in them, but I didn't make the same effort that somebody did if they read them in print. And I would completely acknowledge that with a book of that magnitude and that depth, that level of complexity. So maybe one of us gets to sit at the front of the bus and the other one has to get to the back of the bus. <laughs> If we're, if we're riding a bus where we you know, compare people who have read different books. But at the end of the day, you've, you've both read it. And I, I think as long as the audiobook listener kind of gives us that level of, of acquiescence, we'll say, to the one who read it in print, then all's fair. If they don't, whatever. Who cares? You both read the book. You both supported the creator. 
you both have absorbed the ideas and can debate and discuss them, then, then what does it really matter in the end? This is just my two cents on it. Um, there are definitely books that I have kind of cruised through on Audible. Um, the first time I listened to Red Rising, I zoned out on some key parts. And I went back and listened to it again several years later, and I was like, this book is actually a five-star book and not a three-star book. I gave it three stars on my first go-through, but those things that I missed, I mean, that's not the fault of the author. Now, granted, you can speed, thing, speed read things or skim over things and stuff in print. I think that it's easier to do it in audio, uh, you know, but the, the point remains, a lot of things are easier with, with audio, and it's, you know, the, the advantages of reading, those are a lot easier, or not the advantages, the, the process of reading becomes a lot easier, but also the ability to screw up and forget things, that becomes a lot easier too. So just understand that these are differences in, in the format, differences in media, but as long as you pay attention and you read the book, then I don't see what anybody has to complain about. So it shouldn't surprise you that I, a trucker, would defend you know, audiobooks as reading. Um, and there have been plenty of audiobooks that I've listened to that made me turn around and get the print edition so that I could read it again and, and go through the different, unique, transformative experience of reading the books off of the page. I even listened to one last month where I was like, man, I really want to get the, the print copy of this because I would want to write <laughs> essays or, or do videos on the individual segments and prints that, or pieces that the, uh, the author brings up. So that's the difference for my money. Let me know what you guys think. You know where to slide into my DMs or drop me a Gmail. <laughs> a Gmail. Dreadpennies at gmail.com. And uh, that'll do it for now. Talk to you soon. Drive safe. Out there. See you. Bye.